Hello, and welcome to Love the Game, Live the Dream. Join me, your host, Nick Holmes, and my array of guests as we prove to you that you don't have to be a Hall of Fame player, a first-round draft pick, or even a high school standout, for that matter, to have a successful career in the sport of baseball. This podcast is brought to you by World Baseball Experience. Love the Game, Live the Dream is an entertaining yet insightful look at some of the baseball world's brightest and most talented minds. You're going to hear the life stories, struggles, and triumphs of everyday coaches, scouts, executives, and even entrepreneurs that are making their mark in baseball and in life by pursuing their passion and love of the greatest game on earth. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy Love the Game, Live the Dream. What's up, everybody? How we doing on this uh, Tuesday, April 3rd, 2018? We're one week into the baseball season. Pretty excited about that. Watching some great action every night. Hope you guys are enjoying it. I'm sure you are. Uh, it's just something about this time of the year. Uh, let's see. Episode 13 today. Can't wait for you guys to meet my guest. His name is Carmen Bucci. Carmen and I go back to Sherman Oaks uh, early 2000. He was the guy that, uh, or one of the guys that I purchased my uh, uh, baseball school from and, and got me on the road to doing lessons and camps and clinics and getting into the baseball world. So have to thank him for that. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys 18 years later if it weren't for that opportunity. So I'll give you a little background on Carmen uh, before I start the interview. I don't want to give too much away, but Carmen was born in Chicago, Illinois. He is the uh, youngest of three kids, has two older sisters, played baseball growing up, obviously. Uh, He was recruited by Northwestern University and got a scholarship to play there. As a four-year starter, he won two-time All-Big Ten shortstop, so that's pretty impressive. That uh, put him in a position to get drafted in 1995 by the San Diego Padres, where he continued to play for a couple of years there. After he was released, he uh, moved out to California and started West Coast Baseball School in Sherman Oaks, California. Uh, He was also a former scout with the Texas Rangers. From there, he bounced around a little bit, moved to Florida for a little while, got married, had a couple of kids, and started working as a uh, recruiting specialist and a speaker for the National Collegiate Scouting Association. That's what they were at the time. Now they have changed their name to Next College Student Athlete, probably the largest college recruiting service out there. And we talk a little bit about how he got me involved with that as well, which was great so I could help some of my players. Carmen is currently embarking on a rather challenging but pretty determined mission. I have to give it to him, man. He's, he's out on the road right now giving 30 talks in 30 different states in 30 days. Pretty amazing. These talks are aimed at the mental side of sports and the effects that it has on young student-athletes. Um, it's pretty interesting stuff. It's called Positive Power of Negative Thinking. So we'll hear a little bit about uh, that, and I'm excited for you guys to meet Carmen. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with Carmen Bucci. Hey, Carmen, how's it going, buddy? Welcome to the show. Great. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, man, finally. We've been talking about this for years now, huh? I know. It's tough to track you down. You're moving all around the world. <laughs> well, uh, right back at you there, you know, Mr. Uh, Chicago to L.A., Chicago to L.A., back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right. I can't stay in one place too long. So we were just talking a little bit offline there, and I was trying to, to, to keep up with uh, a little bit about your um, your uh, living in California. Have, have you hit every uh, Southern California beach by now, or <laughs> you've lived in Manhattan? I'm trying. Most of it? Yeah. Where are you at now? 
I'm in Long Beach now. I was in Newport Beach before this. So, yeah, anywhere where there's sand, I'm just, uh, you know, testing them all out. There you go, which is uh, pretty typical for us Midwestern boys, right? The first chance we can get to uh, get out of the snow and get to a beach, we're, we're out of there. <laughs> yeah, and every time I go to a new beach, I think, oh, I like this. Maybe I'll stay here. And then I find another one. I go, oh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Well, look, man, I am excited to uh, uh, interview you and get through some of the stuff that, um, you know, we've lost track uh, over the years. Been, you know, we've known each other for a long time and feel like I've, I've um, kept up with what's been going on in your life. But now you've got a couple of new things uh, going on, and I'm really excited to get to them and find out more about, um, you know, what you've been up to. So what do you say we get after it? Sounds good. Awesome. Well, look, I like to start uh, all my stories at the beginning and uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're from, where you were born, um, you know, how old you are, if you want to, you know, throw that out there and maybe brothers and sisters and what was like uh, growing up in Chicago as a kid. Yes, absolutely. It was great. So like you said, Chicago was born and raised on the south side of Chicago and what's Mm -hmm. pretty much or what was pretty much a, a kind of a steel mill town and area there. Um, until I was like probably 10 or 11, my dad owned, well, even before I was born too, he owned a bunch of like restaurants and bars and then in the area and throughout Chicago. So it was kind of raised around that a little bit, um, have two older sisters and they are 13 and 14 years older than me. So I used to like to say I was the best mistake my parents ever made. Um, (laughs) and, and my dad was excited because he had to go to, a lot of recitals and dances and all that stuff. And then finally, when I came along, he, you know, could actually go to baseball games or basketball games or football or whatever. So yeah, uh, I was kind of treated, I think, and my sisters always tease me as almost like the little golden child for my yeah. dad. And, you know, having older sisters, they kind of, you know, took care of me. Obviously I was, they loved having a little brother, I guess, I hope. So, yeah. and then, uh, so born and raised there and actually ended up, you know, obviously going to high school there in Chicago, went to Northwestern University in, in Evanston there. So got to uh, get a baseball scholarship there and then um, was drafted by the Padres and then ended up leaving Chicago after that. And after I was done playing and staying out in California and then, yeah, bounced around Mm-hmm. to back to Chicago a little bit, was in Florida for a year, and then back out to California. This place keeps drawing me back out. But I used to yeah. come and visit here when I was, gosh, since I was 12 years old, my sister, one of them, moved out here, and so we used to just vacation here constantly. And I thought, well, this is where I need to live. Good baseball weather and, you know, yeah. good scenery. So Yeah, the same thing happened to me. All it takes is one visit to, to the sand and the palm trees and that, that uh, year year round beautiful weather and you're hooked. Um, it's tough to beat. It really is, man. It really is. So, are you surfing yet? No, you know that's one thing I've never tried, and I <laughs> I want to. I, Water's you know, cold. I've done the, yeah, but I I gotta try it. It just it's one of those things. I'm sure I'll fall every time I try, but I gotta give it a shot. I've just never done it. I've done you know gone kayaking and the paddling and all that other stuff and. But that's the one thing left on my list. 
Yeah, I tell you, man, it was the toughest thing that I've ever tried to do as far as uh, sports or, or athletics. You know, you think, oh, man, I'm an athlete. I can do these things. I got good balance. And and then you go out and try that. Man, those guys that that, that do it, they make it look so easy. And it is, it is everything yeah. but, but easy, man. That water just beats you up if you don't know how to, you know, how to handle it. But um yeah, I've never tried that, and I've never gone snow, you know, skiing either. I've tried water skiing, but not snow skiing. So that's those couple are bu- two couple bucket list items I need to try. Yeah, <laughs> right hopefully, on. hopefully before I turn eighty. Yeah, well, look, I'm going to back you up just a little bit to um, on uh, a little bit about growing up playing baseball. When was your first experience with baseball? I'm guessing t-ball, like a lot of us, and uh, what comes to well, mind when you think about you know how you got introduced to the sport. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have t-ball where I grew up. Like, in our neighborhood, there was just the Little League, although it wasn't called, it wasn't officially Little League affiliated at the time, but they just called it that. And um, you started off at seven years old, basically, and just regular pitch, you know, kid pitch baseball. I mean, there was no coach pitch, there was no t-ball, but my first memory of baseball and I mean, I still reminisce about this with my parents. I was six years old, and uh, there was a meeting at the park about a couple blocks from my house, and I rode my bike over, and it was like a meeting for the Little League, and they were picking teams, and I was too young to play because I was six, but I went and, you know, knew some of the coaches. They were neighborhood friends and people, you know, friends of the family, and I hung out there, and... um, I stayed until the end and then I, I was given a Jersey and I was so excited and jumped back on my little huffy um, bicycle. And I rode back home and ran in the house. And I was like, mom, dad, I, I got a Jersey. I got a Jersey. And they're thinking, well, you're too young. I said, no, they said, well, what, what are you going to play? What team are you on? I said, well, I'm the bat boy for the Saints. <laughs> and that was the team. And I was like the most excited I've ever been to get a jersey to be on a team and and to top it off the jersey was a little bit faded it wasn't the same color as the rest of the team so in the team picture you can obviously tell who i am the rest of the team was red and mine was kind of a faded uh almost an orange even so that's my first first memory of baseball and uh, so getting a jersey like meant the world to me so, but your, your parents weren't there. So you just rode your bike down to the field and what, did you just walk up to a team that was practicing or something, or did you know the coach or somebody, somebody on it? <laughs> no, we, I, uh, so the park was like only a couple blocks away from home. And I, you know, back in the day you could ride your bike sure. anywhere and it was no worries, but yeah. no, I hung out there because I knew there were a lot of kids there that I knew and it wasn't that they were practicing, but they were having kind of team meetings. And, um, and I, yeah, I knew the coaches were friends of my sisters. So, you know, they knew me since I was born and, uh, I just wanted to hang out there around the baseball, you know, the fields and the park and just hung out and they offered (laughs) me a chance to be the bat boy. And it was like, you know, I was hooked ever since. That's all I ever wanted to do was baseball. Throw this kid a jersey. Let's let's get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously, this kid, he's gonna keep coming around if we don't give him a jersey and, and a job to do. And yeah. yeah, I got to pick up bats when I was six years old. That was like an exciting time. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. That's great. So South Sider, but um, but you're a Cubs fan, right? Yeah, you know how'd that work out? That probably didn't uh, go well at school, did it? 
<laughs> no, you know what? Most of the people were diehard Sox fans, but it really, again, was another baseball memory. I remember, you know, my grandparents lived upstairs of us. We were in like a two-story little home, and they had their place upstairs. We had ours downstairs. And I just remember going upstairs to sit with my grandfather on, you know, the plastic-covered couches because we're Italian, and, you know, <laughs> the grandparents had doilies everywhere and plastic on the couch. Yeah. But my grandfather always sat in his corner chair, and he had WGN on all the time on the TV. Mm-hmm. And we would, I would sit with him and watch Cubs games since I was a little kid. Or, um, you know, we'd sit on the porch on the front steps um, waiting for the ice cream man and talking about the Cubs and baseball.